0: Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likud Halachas, Yerodea Chalach Aleph, Hilchas Giluach, Halacha Beis, Paragraph Aleph. We dedicate the learning today for a complete Rafur Shalema for all those that need it, including Chavivachana Basgalia, Yehudis Baschana, Chayabrocha Basperel, Yaakov Yerishua ben Freindel Rechel, Shleiman ben Mazel, Avram David ben Chana, Hindachasa Baschana, Gitiganindel bas <laughs> Sipoira Gabriela Sora bas <laughs> Talyarifka Yurachmiel Yisrael Doiv ben Frumit Nechama Hillel ben Brocha Nechama Dovid Leh ben Sheena Mordechai ben Tali Yosef Avromeliez and ben Pasia, Soralea bas Havaliba Avigail Brocha bas Shirad Voira Shirad bas Miriam Jonas ben Hilda Yehuda Yehuda ben Sora Chaim ben Rachel Chayamari ben Brocha, Semchasorah bas Ahuva, Idis bas Miriam Brindle, Tovyetsvi ben Chayaliza, Eitan Yoel ben Edna, Meir ben Frida, Ami ben Chai ben Yehudis Gila, Besir Shar Choli Israel. In the previous year, we covered the introduction from (coughs) Likudimran. that Rabbi Nizal spoke about that the fact that there's one of the highest levels of holiness is called Meitzah and opposite that is Meitzah And Rabbi Nizal had said that the Meitzah draws its power from those elders in the generation that don't have Shlemos, meaning people that are old and they don't add Kedusha and Das to their lives Every single day as they're getting older. And Rabbenazal said that stucca helps for this. We went through the introduction. Now we'll start Ravnosal's explanation. The his hero Hatoyroi Sanu And based on this chapter in the Kutamran, we'll understand why the Torah warns us not to destroy the paeus of the beard. The ikar isur betar da'ika, and the main thing that's forbidden is using a razor, meaning something that cuts all the way up to the skin and even below the skin. Chas Kisarois hazokon haim bechinas yemei hazikno mamish, because the hairs of the beard represent old age. Kisar Hasarois hazokon. Now, here's where Rav Nielsen is very clear now in the next statement, explaining ruchnius, what these hairs are. The hairs of the beard represent extremely high-level light that's been shrunken to form these hairs. Lahavdel, we know there's a concept of concentrate, you have orange juice, apple juice, you have the juice, you know, and then you have concentrate where they extract all the, ev- the water from it, everything, and a small amount of concentrate could have come from 10 oranges or 10 apples. Here we're talking about very, very high-level light that's been constricted and shrunken to form these hairs. <laughs> they are like pipes, and constrictions. And that's actually what days are. That's actually what time is and, and days, the term days. Because as Rabbenazal explains this in chapter fifty-six in the Kutimran, the days are a form of a constriction. They they represent midis Meaning, for example, by Hashem, we know there's Hashem's infinite light, Oyur Ein Soif. But then there's vessels that contain that light, that contain and constrict that light. Those vessels are Chesed, Gvura, Teferes, Netzachoy. And those vessels correspond to the days of the week Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Each one of those days represents a constriction of Hashem's light. So time, time, and days are a constriction of Hashem's light, and the hairs of the beard are a constriction of Hashem's light. And therefore, it's our obligation every single day as we're aging, as we're getting older, to make sure to increase our holiness and das every single day, In order that I'll be able to draw and shine into that day light and knowledge. Because again, time is a constriction. Time is a tzimtzum, it's a keli, it's a vessel, it's like malchus. Time is associated with malchus. And, and malchus, we always have to draw chius into it. The malchus has no life of its own. We have to draw life into it. What is life? Seichel, Das, light. Vezeh bechinas mamish. And this is exactly what the hairs of the beard are. They are also vessels which contain very high-level light of Hashem. Ve'alkein tsrichin sholoi livko imchas and therefore it's so important that we shouldn't damage and destroy the peyos of the beard. Hazokon, so as not to damage this the 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 beard and so as not to damage this concept of old age so as not to make it possible for the meitzah to draw from this zokon, from this old age. Because as Rabbi Nassau explains, the meitzah the klipos, the sitrachra, are able to draw from fallen old age, when the old age is not holy, it's not strong, it's not good. And that's exactly what a person is doing when they destroy and cause the hairs of the beard to fall out. Because the hairs of the beard, they represent aging, old age. We said that we know that a child doesn't have a beard. It's only when a child reaches a certain age that the beard starts to grow. And then it starts off being black. The hair starts off being black. As there's aging, it changes from black to gray, gray to white. So the beard represents the aging process. And again, that's why it's called zokon miloshin ziknos. And Rabbi Asal shows over there in the Kutimran that when the aging process is holy, when it's being kept holy and proper, when it's being fed properly, then the sitrachra cannot draw from it. But when a person is playing in aging, in old age, or in the aging process, that's where the most powerful forces of the Sidrachra draw from. The meitzah draws from the zikanim shebedor that are not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And Rabbeinu shows this over there clearly from Psukim, from Gomorrah, exactly what the connection is. The ikra isur hubetar. Now, what's, what's really forbidden is cutting the, the beard with a razor, sh- with a razor blade. Shehu Bechinas Cherev, which is like a sword. Shehu Bechinas Ktsar And a sword is called something that shortens life. Ki Cherev Le Katsar Yom of Because the sword was created to shorten the lives of people badin And the Gemara says that that's why you're not allowed to use metal on the mizbeach because the mizbeach is intended to lengthen the life of people by, by offering a kapora, an atonement for sins, and allowing us to live and to live longer. Whereas metal, a sword, metal, one of the main purposes of metal is the sword, which shortens life. And the Gemara says, Badin, Falamara, it's not proper to raise something that shortens life onto something that lengthens life. Hazokon Hakodosh. And another example of something that represents long life is the Holy Beard. Shehu Kanal, which represents long life, as Rabbenazal says over there in the Kutimaran. Kitar ze zebchinas Esav, because a razor and a sword are associated with Esav. Shenizborich bozeh. this is the bracha that he was given. Kama shikosuv, as it says, v'alchar b'chotichye, you will live by the sword. Your life comes from the sword. V'hu mekatzir and the sword shortens the life of people. Now, Rav says, now let's talk spiritually. What's called short life? What's called long life? What's called short life? Long life means when a person is filling every day with kedusha and Das, short life is a person could be ninety-nine or a hundred and ten and if they're not airing kiddusha and das every day he's a baby he comes upstairs to heaven they ask him how old are you he says well I'm a hundred and two they say that's a hundred and two minutes or a hundred and two seconds because your life was empty you didn't fill those days with kiddusha and das so they don't count they're dead because again ha <laughs> ba Chachma is called life. Kidusha is called life. And what shortens life? Esav shortens life. Shahu He is the Eight Shemesis who tries to convince, to draw a person away from the path of life, of and thereby shortens the person's life. The person isn't living. They're not adding days to their record. And that's why Esav was blessed with the sword, which shortens the life of a person. As the Medrash Tanhumah says at the end of Parsha Yisroy, where it's speaking about the Mizbeach. And from this itself... That Aesov and the sword and, and the knife they shorten the life of a person. <speaking in Hebrew> How? By preventing a person, by blocking a person from adding holiness every day of their life. <speaking in Hebrew> That's what feeds Aesov. That's what energizes Aesov. That kidusha and das. That we were supposed to inject into a day and we didn't. That goes to Esav. That kidush, those mitzvahs, and ma'asim tovim and Torah that we were supposed to do that we didn't. Asav robs that. It means he robbed that from us. He took that away from us, and that's where he draws his power from. Shehu bechinas meitzah hanochosh, and Asav is one of those who represent this highest level of tumah, the meitzah hanochosh bechinas roiges. Which is synonymous with anger. Hepecha which is the opposite of rotzain. Rotzain means goodwill, appeasement. The opposite with meaning removing the anger. Toikev hadin, this roiges represents the harshest aspect of midas hadin. Because Esav is associated with Amalek, Amalek is his grandson, Sheyatza <speaking in Hebrew> who came from him. Shehu Bechinas Meitzah Hanochosh. Rabbeinu Zalavidei Amikutimran uses Amalek to be the one to represent this Meitzah Hanochosh, Shoyresh Sateva, the source of, of of nature and science, these sciences that deny the existence of Hashem. Toikev, his gabr sappikoresis the most powerful uh, apicursus, denial of Hashem. Ki iker ha-kfirois v'hapicursus can move amolek. Kimu v'bdeva Because the main denial of Hashem and all types of apicursus is associated with amolek, as Rabbeinazal says in chapter 19. <coughs> we know that amolek is bigimatriosothic, doubt, which is the opposite of Hashem. Hashem is called Vadai. We say on Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, in V'choyal Maaminim, Ha-Vadai came to hilosoy. Hashem's name is Vadai. And I believe the word Vadai is Bigematria Yudke Vavke. The Vadai or ha is Bigematria 26. Nemtso she'esav Amolek hu'bechinas k'tzar yomim So therefore, Esav and Amolek They represent shortening of life. The Pesach says, The, The Torah puts both of those together. Short life, full of anger. Because again, when a person ages properly, they're mellowing. They're becoming softer, nicer, more kindness. Kihu because esav is the sword as the gemara and the sifrei kabbalah speak about that the samachmem the satan the malachamoves has a sword yomim and esav and the samachmem they shorten a person's life both physically and spiritually hu and it's by shortening the life of a Jew that's what gives Asa his chius. Shehu Bechinas roiges. Asa of his anger, Bechinas Metzach hanochash, Shoyresh Chochmasateva, Hefech Metzach Harozin Chaschon, the opposite of the highest levels of holiness that are referred to as meitzach Harozin. The Alcain, Iker Ho Isur Hashchosos Hazokon Hubetar, and therefore the Halocha. The Isor of cutting one's beard is specifically, especially when a person's using a razor. Shehu <speaking> bechin <Hebrew> which is like a sword. Kibadinu <speaking> Hamare. <Hebrew> because as the Gemara says, when speaking about the Mizbeach, it's only proper, it only makes sense not to raise, not to lift up something that shortens life upon something that lengthens life. It's 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 working against its purpose, and the beard represents long life. Mm -hmm. Because the main reason, the main concept of why we're not allowed to destroy the beard is so that we shouldn't give power to the Meitzah Hanochash who draws from the damaged, fallen days of the elders, those elders who who are doing nothing with their days. And that parallels, that's synonymous with destroying the hair of the beard. The hair of the beard is long life, and, and aging is long life. So people who destroy their long life, by, by living and not adding any Kiddush or that's synonymous with the destruction of the beard. And therefore, the main Isur is when a person's using a razor, a sword. Because that's really doing major, major damage spiritually. Ki hu mashchis Ali de tar v'cheref, because he's destroying the holy beard using a razor, a sword, v'noisen chas v'shom yinika lahat tar v'cheref, and he's empowering the the sword, the razor, shahu bechinas esav, which is esav bechinas meitzach hanochash minafiloyis saras hazokan chas by destroying the hairs of the beard in this improper way using a razor ho isur and therefore again the Torah, the actual isur al pihalocha, is if a person is using a razor. Because that's the real essence of what this is about—that we should not give power and, and a source to draw from to the sword to the razor. Shubhinas which is synonymous with anger. Which is the saras the, Hanokhos, by bringing about the downfall of the hairs of the beard. Any questions, please? Question regarding how the concept of hairs as a constriction of das works. We, gave, we compared it to water. Just like when you have a reservoir of water, nobody drinks from a reservoir, the reservoir has pipes. Gigantic, huge, huge pipes attached to it, wide pipes that draw water from the reservoir into a city. From the city main, there are pipes, smaller, narrower pipes usually, that draw pipes that draw water into individual streets. Then from that main street pipe, there are smaller pipes that go into a building. And then from the main building pipe, there are smaller pipes that go into an individual house. And then from that, that main pipe that brings water into an individual apartment, there's smaller pipes that go to each individual sink and, and bathtub, that kind of thing. So too, das is compared to water.. And therefore, Hashem cannot give us das in, in like a reservoir, usually. And therefore, we have, these hair, we, we have these hairs that come out of the head. They represent these, these pipes by which, into which the das is contained and, and into which, by which we benefit from the das in a healthy way. Now, whether the das comes in through the hair or goes out of the hair, for this we need to study the Sifre Kabbalah to see exactly how that works. But again, the Sifrei Kabbalah and the Sifrei Chassidus make it perfectly clear that you have the brain, the moyach, which is which is the center of das, and then you have the hairs, which represent the mitzumim of das. We cannot use das properly in a healthy way unless it's mitsumtsum, unless it's constricted. Question here: It would seem then that when the beard is cut in a kosher way. Because it's so holy, the hairs should be disposed of in a holy way, to be buried, something like that. Why isn't this done? The answer is that it's true that there are tzaddikim that when a hair would come out of their beard and they would see it, they wouldn't throw it away. They would put it in a safer, like you put shameless in a safer, And there were tzaddikim that saved this in a bag and they asked for it to be buried with them. There is such a concept. Most people today don't do it. I remember a Moshe Burshtein of n'avrocha. I saw by him that he was makbid. That if he saw a hair that came out, he put it in a safer. And that's why, if you'll go to Hasidish shuls, sometimes you'll open a sitter and you'll see a hair in there. What, what's hair doing in a sitter? And, and that's what it is. But because there are certain Sforim that say this, that the hair of the beard is so holy, it's like Seamus, that you're not allowed, you don't want to throw it out. But most people today are not Makbed on that, to that degree. Now Rav Nelsen Zal continues, paragraph days, now he's going to tell us an incredible hamaskil, And based on what we're learning here, it becomes clear and it becomes very well explained Hisgaber Vhapikursin Bemedinas Ashkenaz Vidoy Why it is that secular studies, all the study universities and secular studies, and especially philosophy and denial of Hashem. Became, was so powerful in Germany, Medinas Ashkenaz here means Germany, and the likes of them, those that followed their derech. Rav Nossenzel talking about again during his time, the early 1800s, when the Reform and Conservative Movement was starting to become established in, in Europe, and it started in Germany especially, the Berlin University, these famous universities, and trying to force religious people and trying to, to uh, seduce religious people to send their kids to these universities, which were focused on secular studies and nothing about Hashem, leaving Hashem out of all the knowledge. Ki nilkidu b'mechmoirois habaldavar, because unfortunately, due to our many sins, they fell into the trap of the Yitzhahara, v'nespastu b'ovoin ha Hagodoil hazeh, and they became ensnared in this major sin, sh'mashchisim pa'as of cutting the beard, removing the beard. Ube'emes, the truth is, Alpik saw them, based on the sifrei Kabola, the sifrei Koidish and these other holy sforam gam pidin who pegam godol even cutting the beard using a scissors or using any other or using shaving powder they what, what they call what kind of powder they call it not baby powder There's A certain type of powder that they used in the olden days to remove the hair of the beard, which is permissible, but according to the Sifrei Kabbalah and other Sifrei Kodesh, it's a major, awesome pegab. al etzlan, may Hashem save us. Rachmanal li may Hayoinshe, may Hashem save us from the punishments. That are written in these sifre Kabbalah about a person who touches the hair of the beard, you know, to remove it in any way. Mm-hmm. Because all of the hairs of the beard are incredibly high-level, awesome pipes of, of holiness and das. The there is no one who can understand and realize the incredible high level of holiness of the beard. And therefore, so too the opposite. You can't imagine the the severe, severe penalty of a person who lifts up a hand to destroy this incredible high level of holiness. And Rabbi Zal says, look in the Zohar HaKadosh, which is one of the places where this is discussed. <laughs> however, unfortunately, due to our many sins, hayomim, as time has gone by, meaning way after the Zohar Kaddish and after the Mekubalim, Many of them broke the fence and they violate five prohibitions in the Torah with 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 a, lifting up a hand. They use an actual razor to the, to cut to shave. Woe is to their soul. Because they are doing terrible things to themselves, and that's what has made Germany and those places major major centers of science and philosophy and atheism denial of Hashem. Because as Rabbi Inezal explains over there in chapter 4 in the second half of Likut Imran, which this halacha is based on, the Meitzah HaNochash, the highest level of Tummah, which is the source of Chokhmah sateva the source of the study of nature, you know, the sciences, which deny the existence of Hashem, they draw from the fallen Zokin. Zokin means elders, and Zokim means beard. Questions? Question, what's the difference between the hair of the beard and the hair that's the mustache? The answer is, to the best of my knowledge, there isn't a difference. However, the Arizal, the Arizal and other tzaddikim write, that if the mustache is, get, if the, the hair of the mustache is growing to the extent that it gets into the way of a person's eating, it, it's going into the person's mouth, the Arizal says, you're allowed to trim the mustache. You're allowed to trim it so it doesn't get into the way of the person's eating or speaking, that kind of thing. There are people that don't even cut the hair of the mustache. By some of them, they, they train the hair of the mustache to go to the sides from the middle. And you'll see that it's long, but again, they're careful that it doesn't get in the way of their eating and speaking. Some people don't train it, and it does get in the way of their eating. So there are these different levels. I saw my Rebbe Reb Michal of Rucha did cut. He followed the Arizal in this and did cut, you know, the hair of the mustache in order that it shouldn't get into the way of the eating. The Arizal says again that even during the three weeks, for example, where those people who shave during the, you know, during the during the year they don't shave during that period of time, the Arizal says if the hair of the mustache is going into the mouth, that kind of thing, a person is allowed to trim that. Paragraph Gimel, and this will also explain why it's forbidden to cut the peios of the head, the hapadachas and the main part of the peios that we're speaking about here is the part that corresponds to the forehead, reaching, you know, some people think payas is just all the way down below, you know, where the ear begins. The, the, according to the Sifre Kabbalah, and even according to Halacha, the main part of the payas is corresponding to the forehead, on the side of the, on the, side of the forehead. Ki hapeyois heim yira. In that chapter on the Yikut Hemran, Rabbein Azal speaks about that in order to receive the chesed of Hashem, the chesed of Hashem is also like das. It's something which if we receive too much of it, it can harm us. It needs tzimtzum, it needs vessels. And the vessel into which to receive chesed is yirah. Rabbein Zal shows over there in the beginning of that chapter of the Yikut So now Rabbein Zal explains the peyes are Sana. they represent yirah. Kipea Bigematri Eloykim. The word Peya is Bigematri Elokim Bichinas Yera, which is the name of Hashem associated with Yerah. Kemoshikosov, as the Pasik says in Kohelis, Esho Elohim Yeroh, Fear Hashem. Vi Ikur hu Yero Huali Dei Horatsoin Canal. And Rabinazal shows there in the Kutimran that what brings what brings Yirah to people? Rotsoin. When Hashem shows clearly that everything going on is based on His will, that's when people become afraid. When it looks to people like pe- things are going on in a natural way, they don't see Hashem. They're not afraid of Hashem. The minute Hashem grabs the steering wheel and makes a quick turn, He changes teva. He makes a miracle, something which everyone can see clearly is not nat- its unnatural. That there's a Hashem, there's a, a higher power running the world, then people get scared. Rabbein Yisrael explains this over there in Likutei Moran. So the Iker Hayira comes through his Gavul Sarotza in Rabbeinu There, when Hashem reveals and shows clearly that everything going on is according to His will. Now note, we're using the word rotzayn different ways because the word rotzayn has different meanings. Rotzayn means will. Rotzayn means appeasement. To be nisratza means to be appeased, which is the opposite of kas. V'alkein manichen hapeyos eitzel And that's why we leave the peyos from the forehead, by the forehead. Ki mi shehu because it's from the Meitzah means forehead. From the forehead of Rutzaim, that's the terminology used in the Zohar Kodesh and Sifrei Kabbalah, it's from there that the Yira comes forth. Shehu Payus, which is the Payus. So the Payus begin by the corresponding to the forehead. That's why, again, you see by and generally, you see that there's is starting up here. When they take a haircut, you can notice that it's not just right by the ear, that little bit that's not being cut, but it extends up towards the forehead. <speaking> in <Hebrew> However, in order that the Meitzach <speaking in Hebrew> the power of Tumah, the Sitrachra, which is the source of of all secular wisdom, should not become strong. pegam And Rabbi Mezal shows there on Yikut Imran that this meitzah Hanochash is so powerful that not only can he cause Jews not to believe in Hashem, but he can actually attack even the highest place, the Meitzach Sain. That's why we have to make sure to leave the peyos of the beard, what we call the peyos, and not to destroy that. So that the payas shouldn't be able to become powerful. We want to cut him off at the peyos. We want to cut him off even earlier. Avalidei has zokon hakodosh. However, through the the holy beard, Ayyudeze Mizgaber Heora Sarotsain, that's what strengthens and feeds the Heora Sarotsain. The Meitsacharotsain, Kinichna Meitsachanochosh, because that defeats the the powerful force of Tumah that's called Meitzachanochosh or Mizgaber Meitsacharotzain. And it strengthens the Meitzaharotsain which is Shorosh which is the source and the origin of Rotzayim. V'azai and when the Metzach is strong and powerful, that generates yira. that's how we to Yera Shehu HaPeyois, which is represented by the Peyois, She'etzal HaPadachas, which begin from the forehead. head. Bechinas VeHazokon. And this is what explains why the Torah says not allowed to destroy the beard, not allowed to destroy the peyes. Because they're part of one major item, because they're both dependent and tied into each other, connected to each other. Now listen to the wording that Rav Zal is about to use. V'alken, kol haya hadus bazer. And therefore, a person's entire Yiddishkeit is, rela- is dependent on this and is connected to this. And again, we know that, that when the Reform Movement and those things started to hit the Jewish nation, step one was to destroy the Jewish look. And what's destroying the Jewish look? Get rid of the beard and pay us. That's called the Jewish look. That's what identifies that, and like we mentioned before, the entire body is holy and important. But we recognize a person by their face. We don't recognize a person by their belly belly button. Most people today have insane cases of people who who don't wear shirts or they wear half shirts. But we're talking about normal people where the rest of the body is generally covered. So, how do you recognize a person? What differentiates between people? The face. The face re- is representative of the entire body, from head to toe. And the face projects the person. And again, the beard and payas, the Torah, and especially the Sifrei Kabbalah, Sifre Hasidus, that's, rep- that's the holiness of the person, that reflects the light of the person. Kize ikra megamas bnei because this is really the ultimate purpose of the Jewish people, and this is what all of our Torah and mitzvahs is all about. we're trying to get to what Rabbeinu defines over there in Likutim Imran. We're trying to get to the level of the Umdu zorim v'raud zaynchem. Rabbi Mezal says there in the beginning of that chapter on Likud Imran that the Torah tells us when Mashiach comes we're going to be Yisraelche, that we're not going to need today a person needs to go to work generally in order to have parnal, in order to have Shefa but it says why? that in order to receive the Chesed you have to have Kalim and the Kalim is but it says in the future Hashem is going to be able to give us the Chesed without the going to work without us having to do anything for it The Pesach says, Strangers will rise up, and they will pasture your sheep. We will not have to do any hishtadlus at all. We will not have to be involved in any gashmius, materialistic type of work or effort. We're going to be able to serve Hashem all day, to be involved in Ruchmiah, spirituality, all day. Rabbi explains over there, that cannot happen unless Hashem is turning on the faucet of Chesed in a real pure way. To such, because usually Hashem says, "You make a move, I make. You do something, I'll do something. Shuvu elayv, vashuvu elaychen. You come towards me, I'll come towards you." But if Hashem wants, Hashem can turn on that faucet even without us making any move. Bechinas, <coughs> as the pasuk says in speaking about the future, aten Koihane Hashem Tikoreu. You, the entire Jewish nation. Will be called Koihane Hashem. You'll all be Kohanim. Kohen is Chesed. Meaning then we're going to feel the full measure of Chesed of Hashem. Rabbein Azal explains over there on the that we can't receive Hashem's real Chesed unless we prepare vessels for it through Yira. And the way that Yira is generated is through Rotzain. Avidei Rabbi meitzah And shows there in the Kutubran that the highest level of Ratsain is called meitzah Kol As all of this is explained very elaborately over there in chapter four in the second half of the Kutamran, sham study it well. Remember, the way Ravnosal is presenting it here, he's presenting it in a very abridged form. That chapter of the Ikutimran is long, and it's one of those chapters written by Rav, Noss, it's Rav wording, and he really explains very clearly each one of these concepts. Alkain iker Hayahadus tolui bepeyo And therefore, <coughs> the main Yiddishkeit of a person is dependent on the peyus and the beard. Now, here again, those people who study halacha... <coughs> You're allowed, you're allowed to cut. You're allowed to use a, a scissors, a, a, an electric razor that doesn't, that has something blocking the knife. So it's not cutting all the way up to the skin. You're allowed, technically you're allowed. <clears throat> but, but they don't realize, they don't know how much the, the Sifrei Kabola and Sifrei Hasidus enlighten us that this is very, very special. And, and therefore, again, those people who remove the beard and payas are making themselves vulnerable, especially if they're living among the goyim. They're living in chutzlar, It's living among the goyim, making it, now, now I'm, not, it's, I'm not recognizable. I don't look different than a goyim. I look the same. And they don't realize that that makes it much easier for a person to take other steps. Chas there's a pasuk, "Va'yisarvu bagoyim va'yil Medu We mix with the goyim and we learn from their ways. And again, this is the reason why the Torah sets up, says we have to look different from them. A Jew is supposed, and when Jews follow the styles of the goyim, their clothing, their haircut, all of those styles, that's, that's opening the door wide, chas <laughs> for the sahara to pull that person. To make that person into a goy chas because it's through the beard and peis that's a revelation of this rotzain, of this goodwill, of this mellowing, <coughs> through the beard, as we mentioned earlier, zokain nisui panem. There's a posit that connects these two together. Zokein means an elder. Zokin, Zokin also means the beard. Nesui means favor, showing favor, goodwill, softness, mellowness. V'azai zoichen yira. And when the sign when is in place, that generates yira shehi b'chines which we said is represented by the peis. Ukishe zoichen Yira chesed, and when the person has the proper yira, then Hashem can send that person. Hashem can turn on the faucet of chesed. The person has kalim into which to receive it. shofe'a tamed, because Rabbeinu Zal says there in the Quran, the faucet of chesed is open at all times. al es However, we have to prepare a vessel, a pipe. Into which that chesed should come to us, Kimavur Sham, as Rabbenazal explains over there towards the beginning of that chapter on the Kutimran, Ayon Sham, take a look. Zokon So again we've shown now how through the Zokon and Peus, which represent this Rotzain and the and, and the are with to this year. Then we're able to receive the flow of chesed. And then that person doesn't have to go to work. They don't have to do any physical hishtadlus in order to receive from Hashem. Because then the world can exist like it's going to exist in the future, then the person can exist and be supported and sustained purely out of the kindness of Hashem. And then the person can be involved in serving Hashem, meaning Torah and Tefillah, all day. And this is the main desire of a really religious Jew, a person who knows what Yiddishkeit is all about, what ruchni is, what spirituality is about. They want to be zecha, I'd love to learn all day. You tell other people, learn all day, I'll pay a million dollars not to learn at all. There are kids who will pay to teach school, pay to teach his money to give us a day off. We're talking about that small mind. They don't know, they have no idea. They haven't tasted the sweetness of Torah, of, of tefillah, of serving Hashem properly. V'alkein Ikra ha tolo says, based on what we've explained here, you could understand why the main Yiddishkeit is dependent on a biram empeyes. Ayin b'mayim or v'yam abikur manal. Zal repeats again. Take a look at the chapter on Likutei Maran. Chapter 4 in the second half of Likutei Maran. Sham Kol Hamaimar, Study it well, because if you're just learning the halacha, especially if it wasn't explained well, that the connections don't seem so clear. But over there in Kutimran, everything is made perfectly clear. This reminds me a little bit of the story in the Zohar Kodesh, where the Zohar Kodesh says Rabbi Abba, who was Rabbi Shmuel closest student, one of his closest students. At one point, he went out in the street, and he said, Who wants to get rich? Who wants wealth? And there was a a young boy that that saw him, and and he saw, this is Rabbi Abba, he was able to see, obviously, that this was an important person. He said, I do, I want to get rich. He said, Good, come with me. He took him into the Beis Medrash, and he told him, Sit down and learn. And the boy did it, started learning, really, because he really wanted to get rich. And he did this for a period of time. And he didn't see the, the, the bucks, or the euros, or the ends. So at one point he goes over to Rabbi Abba and he says, you, you didn't forget. You didn't forget what the deal was. You know, that, that, that I came here to get rich. Rabbi Abba said, no, not at all, chas Visham, Keep it up, keep it up. And the boy started learning more and more. And Hashem opened his eyes and his heart and he was able to, to feel how special, how sweet learning Torah is, that Rabbein Zal says in the there's a neimos in the Torah, he was able to feel it. And now he started feeling embarrassed and ashamed that, imagine, you know, how stupid I was, thinking that the most important thing in life is money so I can buy chocolate and toys and other nonsense. This is a billion times sweeter and better. So he went over to Rabbi Abba, and he said, I'm, I, I feel embarrassed and ashamed. I'm so sorry that I, I came here for a totally different reason. I came here looking for toys and chocolate and those things. And, and now I see that this is a billion times better than that. Rabbi Abba smiled and said, great, keep it up. A short while later, the Zohar HaKadosh says, a man came into the Beis Medrash there, and he approached Rabbi Abba, and he said, I have a daughter that's the best of the best, the finest of the finest. And Hashem has blessed me with wealth. And he brought with him 13 goblets of puzz. Poz is the most expensive, rarest type of gold. And he said, this is what I prepared for my new son-in-law. Give me somebody special. And Rabbi Abba said, I have just the guy for you. This Yossi over here, this, this young man Yossi. And his name was, and, and the Gemara, the, the Zohar Kodesh says, Afterwards, he was referred to as Rabbi Yoisi ben Pazi. Rabbi Yoisi, who was associated with this Paz, he received this dowry of these 13 goblets of, of <coughs> the most precious type of gold. And again, this is an example of b'olishma. originally he was, he was doing it for the wrong reasons, but, but still there was a sincerity and a purity in him. He was to the chesed of Hashem, 13 is the 13 attributes of kindness. He was able to re- receive this highest form of, Hash- of chesed of Hashem as a result of this. Question in the chat. Can it be <coughs> said that it's no coincidence that the Holocaust also originated in Germany as well as philosophy? The answer is possibly yes. That, that the Germany, the Nazis Shumom, represented this there's a, a term in the Gemara, Germamia. The, 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 I believe the Vilna Goyen is the one who said that Amolek, Amolek is Germany. Germamia is, is a term that's used in the Gemara. <clears throat> it, it would seem very possible. Anyone else, please? Are there any differences between the, the payas and the, and the berries? For example, we see the payas, maybe some do cut the payas. And also, can you talk a little bit about the placement, the best placement of payas? The answer is Yes. That, that it's the beard specifically, that the Zohar Kodish says, Rachmar, it's not a person who raises a hand to the beard. It, I believe it doesn't say it about the payas. But again, we're told that the payas are supposed to be a certain minimum length. <clears throat> and, and we saw previously, in the previous halacha of Nosanzal, you referred to the beard and payas as the hadras Ponim. That's called the beauty of the face of a Jew. So here again, hiding the, hiding the pais is considered in, in among... I, I heard it said by my Rebbe, Rav Michels once mentioned it, that in Europe, the norm was, the norm that of, of religious people, they had a beard and payus, they didn't hide the payus at, at all. The payus were visible. It, it, when, when you're embarrassed and ashamed of something, you hide it. That's the kind of concept. And when they saw that a person started hiding his payas, they said, oh, he's, he's wearing the payas behind his ears. That was an indication of a change. The person's making a change. He's embarrassed or ashamed of his Yiddishka. Rav Zal said here, the Iker Yadus, Kola So there is a preference to be able to show it, to show the payas, to show the beard. Here again, there could be circumstances. Not everybody's situation is the same. Not everybody's circumstances are the same. I mentioned the example of Rav Rosenfeld's where he understood at that time, and based on the project that he was doing, he kept the payas behind behind the ears. The Zohar Kodesh does mention that when a person is davening, I, 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 it seems, it's, it refers to Sh'mon Esrei specifically, that a person should be extremely careful not to, not to allow the hair to cover the ears. The Zohar Kodesh says if a person's hair is covering their ears during Shman Esrei, then their tefillah is not neskabel. So very often I've seen those Hasidim, those people who have their pay, payas behind the ears, when they're going into Shman Esrei, they take it out and they put it in front, they, because that's also considered a type of covering the ears. These are different customs, different different ways that people relate to this. Halacha Gimel. Could you imagine there's more to say about this? And it's, get, it's going to get better. The, the, the later halachas are bigger and more explanatory, usually. <laughs> Do not destroy the corners of your head. <laughs> and don't destroy the payas of, of the beard. Al pi ha may de balikuti arishen simulamed. Rav Nilsenzal here again, just like in halacha Aleph of this group, he, he, he was referring to chapter 30 in Likuti Yomoran, this halacha gimel also is based on chapter 30 in Likuti Moran. Ayin sham kol ha says, study that entire chapter from beginning to end. That's, again, a shear that was given on Shabbos Hanukkah, that's one of the long chapters of Likute Maran. Interesting, I heard yesterday, last night, I was going to give a shear to a group of Bresla boys, and at the end of the shear, and it was related to Chanukah, and at the end of the shear, one of the boys told me that it's brought that there are eight chapters of Likute Maran that were said on Shabbos Chanukah, <clears throat> Exactly eight, corresponding to the eight candles of Hanukkah. There are 36 chapters of Likute Halochas, that are based on, that are related to Hanukkah, <coughs> corresponding to the total number of 36 candles that we light on Hanukkah, you know, b- besides the shamases. The eight times, the, the one plus two plus three plus four, you know, to eight. iser g'ilua vazokon. Rabbi Zal says, based on that chapter on the Kutumaran, we'll understand why a person isn't allowed to remove the payas and the beard, <speaking in Hebrew> which are the hairs that are close to the face. <speaking in Hebrew> now, because the malchus, which is also called <speaking in Hebrew> if you recall, it's just like two pages ago, two, three pages ago, when Rav Nosson gave us Halacha Aleph, and which was based on this Torah, there Rav Nosson gave us a summary of the Torah, and I went into it. If you can recall, R- Rav Nosson shows over there that there's Hasaga Selikus, there's very high level understanding of Hashem which we cannot go to directly. That's called Chachma Ilah. We we can only receive that Chachma Ilah through the Chachma Tato, through the Malchus which is called Chochmah So now, Rav Zal says, Ki Malchus, ba, uh, the Malchus, which is also referred to as Chachmatato, which is discussed in that chapter of Likud Imran, he Bechinas Sa'arois, is compared to hairs Bechinas Shiura Da'asvan do'eraisa. as the Zohar Kodesh says, that the Hebrew word for hairs is Sa'arois, which is the same ter- word as Shi'ur. Shi'ur means measurement. The measurements, the shapes and forms of the letters of the Torah. The letters of the Torah are vessels, are kalim, are shapes and forms in which the light of Hashem is found. As Rabbi Zal explains very clearly over there in chapter 30 in the Kutem Ran. And it's through these hairs, which are these constrictions, these vessels, we're able to achieve and relate to high-level understanding of Hashem. I didn't realize how late it is. I apologize. We'll hold it over here for now. Tomorrow is Erev Shabbos. We'll continue from here. Just a few lines to finish the paragraph. The alken osur lahashche Sazokon hazokan and this is why it's forbidden to destroy the hairs of the beard and peis shehem hasaros hasmuhen haponen. They are the hairs that are closest to the face, to the light of the face, because Rabbeinu Hal explains over there in Mikutim Ran kiiker chius hamalchus shubchin aschoch matato whom may haponen. The main source from which the Malchus, this Chochmat draws its life and energy is from the light of the face, HaMeir B'Sholosh Regolim Kanal. And Rabbein Hazal shows there in the Imran that that oir HaPonim shines especially on the three holidays. Kanal B'Maym Ramal, as Rabbein says there in the Imran, V'yalken alidei yidei shehim shehem smuchem loyer haponim. Therefore, it's specifically through those hairs that are closest to the face, shehem Hapayas v'hazakan al yodom nimshochim ikar ha'chokma v'hatsinsum shel hasogasalakusis barach. It's through them that we draw and receive the the chokma, the constriction of that hasogasalakus of the high level light of Hashem. Because the main source of life, of the malchus, that lower sarois, which is referred to as hairs, comes from the light of the face. And once again, this is the reason why we have these three things. We have the beard, number one, and the two peyos corresponding to the three holidays during which this shines most brightly. This is the introduction and Rav will expound on this. Wishing everybody a wonderful day, we should be zolchet to absorb and draw the benefits of this incredible Torah that we're learning. And be zolchet to the ge'u v'shlema v'amher v'ameinu v'ameinu Amen Amen. Amen. Thank you very much.